All right, this isn't good. This isn't good. This is not good. I'm trying to find a positive. I'm usually the positive guy. I'm usually the one searching for positives. And the only positive I had coming from this Lions game against the Panthers is that I think that it's clear that this is the end. I don't think anybody's running around going, you know what we need to do? I actually had one guy tweet at me that, that it's Matt Stafford's fault, which is a crazy take. He said, look, um, you know, we've tried all these different coaches and we've always stuck with Matt, uh, Matt Stafford. Maybe we should keep Matt Patricia and get rid of Matt Stafford, which to me is a crazy thought. I, to me, what I've seen from Stafford, he's earned the chance. He's earned the right to uh, stay with us. I've said, and I'm going to make the point later on in this episode, I think we have a potential out with him this year and I think we should get rid of him. Just so it's a mercy. Just so we could like give Matt Stafford a career outside of the Lions. Just, I think that he could lead a team to the playoffs and win one or two games if he was put in the right situation. I'm watching Las Vegas Raiders tonight, and I'm like, you know, if Stafford was the quarterback instead of Derek Carr, he could do it. If Stafford was the quarterback of the Colts, he'd be doing just as good as Phillip Rivers. We need mercy him. We just give him some mercy. Let him leave. I feel so bad for him. It's it's terrible. All right. But we'll talk about that a little bit later, the future of the Lions. Let's just talk about the Panthers game. 20, what was it? Unbelievable. That's what it was. 20 to nothing. 20 to nothing. Severn had 178 passing yards. Peterson had 18 rushing yards. Nothing happened. Who would have thought at the beginning of the game that I would be talking? If you told me at the beginning of the game, hey, future Pierce is going to be talking on a podcast later on tonight, that the Panthers' defense, that I'm sorry, that the Lions' defense was the best part of the game. Who would have ever have thought? We've talked about for weeks and weeks about how this defense is garbage. They, they, they played decent. Granted, they had two interceptions in the end zone, and it could easily be, it could easily have been 34 to nothing. But hey, they got the two interceptions. They they played well. What else do you want? Honestly, who cares? Who cares that it was could have been 34 to nothing? It wasn't. It was 20 to nothing. Defense played well. Uh I want to I saw a bunch of tweets earlier today, a bunch of Okuda hate. Look, he had one bad play. He had a couple other bad plays. He had a couple good plays. He's a rookie. Get off his back. This is why you never pick a cornerback in the top five. It's a hard position to play. It takes a long time for you to develop as a cornerback in that situ- in the NFL. Give him time. But back to this game. Back to this offense. Zero points. First time since 2009 the Lions have been shut out. 2009. Oh, my gosh. Stafford was a rookie. And don't give me that Galladay, Amendola, and Swift route. That that affects the game. Having a couple of key injuries, yeah, that does affect the game. Let's call it like it is. Galladay and Amendola would have helped out big time. Swift would have helped out big time. But you're in the National Football League. You should never be shut out. I mean, the, the, the refs, the way the game is made, the rules are made for you to score points because that's how they sell tickets. For you to sit there and honestly think that a shutout is okay at all, even 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 that Galladay, Amadola, and Swift are out, 
That's not okay. That's really bad. It's really bad. Embarrassingly bad. Ugh. I've never been so sad. I just... They just died today. That's what you saw. That's clearly what you saw. You just saw that the Lions just died. Kevin Kugler and Chris Spielman were on the call, and they were saying, they were talking about it. They were like, you know, going into this game, we're talking about the Lions. You know, they have a playoff run possibility. You know, if they beat Carolina, they have an easy game against the Texans. Chicago, they could beat, they can win those games, and they can make a playoff push. Yeah, not anymore. It's all over. It is all over. So with that, what happens next? What do we do? Playoffs are out. We're done. Playoffs, that is a closed subject. We're done. On to the next thing. We're on to next year. We're on to the offseason. How can we set up this year so that next year we can be better? Let's just call it like it is. Every win is bonus fun, and every loss is bonus fun. We're in a win-win situation. What's the dream? Here's the dream scenario. First off, Ford sells. Ford sells the franchise. Just completely clean. And we just we sell to Jeff Bezos. We sell to whoever. Maybe we could get a bunch of Detroit people to raise a bunch of money and we could own it as a state. You know? Maybe we could just own it all together. Just like the Packers. Because that's how it works. You own a you own a share and that's how it works. Uh and then we just clean house from top down. And we get a new GM and we get a new coach. But here's the key. We need to get a new coach. All right? I'm watching the Las Vegas Raiders tonight against the Chiefs. And I'm sitting there going, you know, they did it right. They gave John Gruden the keys to the car and said, look, you get your GM and you're going to run this thing. And everybody kind of laughed. Everybody get Who's giggling tonight? Even if they lose, I'm recording this at halftime. Even if they lose to the Chiefs, they're going to make the playoffs. You're telling me you don't want that? You tell me you don't want John Gruden and uh, Mayock as your GM? You tell me you don't want those that combo right now? They look pretty damn smart to me. So, with the next coach, this is my wish list. This is what I want. We need an offensive-minded coach. We've tried the defensive-minded coach. Let's not even talk about Matt Patricia. You remember Jim Schwartz? He's a defensive-minded coach. That went well. That was fantastic. Remember, remember a little guy by the name of Rod Marinelli? That went fantastic. We need an offensive-minded coach. Go with what the NFL is doing. It's obviously working. Matt LaFleur, uh, Shanahan, Sean McVay. Shoot, even Matt Nagy took him to the NFC Championship game. That idiot. Why not get on the bus? So here's my short list. Here's my short list of offensive coordinators that I would really like. All right, when I'm thinking offensive coordinators in the NFL, here they are. Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich makes sense. He does. He makes a little bit of sense. Kevin O'Connell, Rams offensive coordinator. Joe Brady, maybe. What the hell? Why not? I don't know. Why not Kellen Moore? He was given nothing with the Cowboys this year. And yeah, he hasn't done much yet. But why not? Why not? Try anything. But then I'm looking at head coaches as well, trying to do what the Las Vegas Raiders are doing with John Gruden. Here's some head coaches that I wouldn't mind. Let's go crazy. Let's go crazy, folks. Bruce Arians. Why not? 
He's doing it with Tampa Bay. Maybe we can poach him. Who knows? We're, we're, we're in a dream scenario with this, okay? Now let's go to college. Arizona Cardinals, it's worked. What the hell? Why can't we get a college coach? Why can't we get Lincoln Riley? We're living in a dream scenario, okay? Dreams. So don't take this 110% seriously. Dabo Sweeney. What if we got Nick Saban said, hey, Nick, Nick, Nick. This is, the, this is your last chance to ever prove yourself as the greatest coach of all time in both college and NFL. Come here. We can do. We can make this. We can make this happen. We got a roster. We got a quarterback. You can do this if we decide to keep Matt Stafford. Why not? And one that everybody's going to hate, but I love. Everybody who listens to this podcast is going to hate, but I love. What about Jimmy Harbaugh? Oh, Pierce, he sucks with Michigan. We never beat our rivals. Hey, look, you, it worked for a while. It worked for a while in 49er land. Why can't it work for us? I don't know. And I also put a LOL, Lane Kiffin. Could you imagine if we got Lane Kiffin? That'd be hilarious. But the point is, is we got to get one of those coaches. That would be, and I, I'm not, I, my expectations are so low that if you got Lane Kiffin, I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, we can make this work. Why not? Here's some quarterbacks that we could get. If we decide to if we decide to go cut Stafford because he's on that potential out, we get a coach, get a GM. Here's a list of quarterbacks that we can get that are that are obtainable. Let's go to let's go to college first, okay? Zach Wilson at BYU. Not terrible. He is a baller. Kind of reminds me of like a Drew Locke, you know? Kind of short, can run a little bit. Trey Lance. Winner. He's a proven winner. Two quarterbacks that you can get in the second round that don't really do it for me, but, you know, could still help Mac Jones out of Alabama and Kyle Trask out of Florida. But let's say you don't want to go that route. Let's say you don't want to – let's say that we want to get rid of Stafford because you want to cut his salary, we want to make some more salary cap space, and let's get a quarterback for cheap next year. Dak Prescott, he might be a little cheaper – if Jerry Jones decides that he doesn't want to pay him, what about Cam Newton? He'll be on the block. What if you go, how about this, a little combination. Ryan Fitzpatrick's on the block. Get a nice rookie quarterback. Ryan Fitzpatrick, Mac Jones, Kyle Trask combination. That's not the worst thing in the world. That's if you want to get rid of Stafford, which you don't have to. Stafford still got it. He's still great. He is. He's still a great quarterback. He just gets the hell kicked out of him every Sunday. We're not dead in the future. We're not dead. But it just sucks right now. It really does. It really, really does. But what we have coming is not fun. Thanksgiving. You know what I hate? You know what I hate about watching games on Sundays right now? Uh, They said it today, and they always say it. Oh, you know what the Lions do on Thanksgiving? They play really well. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Last time we won was 2016. That's That sounds like a great streak to me, guy. We're not good on Thanksgiving. Give me a break. That's the joke. We suck on Thanksgiving. We all gather around, have a nice brunch with the family, and watch the Lions lose. And then we laugh about how much we've watched the Lions lose. That's my Thanksgiving tradition. That's what I do every Thanksgiving. I watch the Lions lose with my family, laugh and be merry, take a nap at half, wake up in the fourth quarter, and then laugh some more about how the Lions suck. 
That's what my Thanksgiving tradition is. What's yours? Probably that. So yeah, now we got to play the Texans. And we're going to win that game, unfortunately. And we're going to be five and six. And the Ford family is going to sit there and be like, you know what? This Matt Patricia, he ain't too bad. Because they're too lazy and dumb. Again, the first thing on my wish list is that the Ford family sells. Then we go to Chicago. Then we get Green Bay. Then we go to Tennessee. Then we go. Then we get Tampa Bay. Then we get Minnesota. Those are all losses. I hope. Jeez, it's bad. It's really bad. Let's take a look around the NFL. Let's just quickly recap what happened this week. Browns and Eagles, ugly, ugly, ugly. But the Browns won seven and three. Not too bad. Saints without Breeze. There's no way Breeze plays another game this year. I mean, he has 11 fractured ribs. How is that possible? I don't even go to work if my knee feels bad. How is he going to play football? Washington football team beat the Bengals. Jeez, that was, that was, I feel so sad. I love Joe Burrow so much. Who doesn't love Joe Burrow? Steelers play down to everybody in the next game, 27-3 over the Jags. They, they kind of just waltzed. Ravens, they figured them out. They figured out that, they figured out Jackson. Figured out Jackson, 30-24 in overtime. Jackson's, Jackson's going to have to throw the ball. He's going to have to figure out how to throw that deep ball. His wide receivers aren't too good either. Texans getting hot right before they play the Lions on Thanksgiving. They're beating the Patriots. Patriots aren't good. Let's call it like it is. Dolphins, Tua got benched, I heard. Broncos win. That's a good roster with a bad coach. I think they're. I think the Broncos and the Lions are just like each other. Bad coach, good roster. If you get the right guy in there, they can win some games. Could really be a problem. Jets, hey, Jets, Browns, Lions. Let's do it, baby. In the Bucks, 0-16. Hell yeah. Justin Herbert might be the best quarterback out of this draft class other than the Joe Burrow, though. He can really sling it. Colts, Packers, boy, the Packers, 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 baby. Nothing better than watching the Packers lose. That was fun. That was fun. And it's also fun when the refs kind of help the Packers along, you know, in that last drive. Oh, we're going to help it. Oh, here you go. Oh, here you go, Packers. Oh, and then the Colts' last drive in the fourth quarter. Oh, oh, Colts, oh, here's a nice hold. Here's a nice hold for you. hate the Packers. Cowboys, Vikings. How the Vikings? How the Vikings lose this game? If I was a Vikings fan, I'd be punching myself in the face. How do you lose to the Cowboys? Uh, how's that possible? How do you beat the Packers and the Lions and then lose to the Cowboys? How's that possible? And then the Sunday night game. Uh, win or lose, the Raiders uh, are good. Win or lose, the Chiefs are good. These are two playoff teams. If the Raiders figure out a way to win at home, that screws up a lot of things for the Chiefs. Screws up a lot of things. All right, let's switch switch gears. Go to NCAA football. How about how about how about this? Michigan barely beats Rutgers. In the video that goes viral is McNamara going, "Hey guys, we're when we win out, they're going to be laughing. They're going to be laughing about how they made fun of us earlier this year." You barely beat Rutgers. How are you going to beat Ohio State? I hope this gets clipped and everybody tweets at me when they beat Ohio State. It's like, you're an idiot, Pierce. Guess what? There's no way. (laughs) There's no way. McNamara, what are you doing? Who's videoing that, by the way? Who's taking a video of that? It reminds me of Antonio Brown. Let's run the table. Yeah, okay. All right. But I do want to say this, though, in all seriousness. I think this year in college football, nobody should be fired. Honestly. Not even the South Carolina coach who has already been fired, Will Muschamp. Nobody should be fired. This year is a crapshoot. 
How are you supposed to handle all of this? You don't even know if you're playing tomorrow or not. Let alone Jim Harbaugh in the school that hates playing football this year. You shouldn't fire him. No way. I know Michigan fans hate him because he's not he's not doing winning national championships. You shouldn't fire him. No way. And I'm not even saying that because I'm a Michigan State Nebraska guy. I'm saying that because I'm being honest. Who are you gonna get? The Coastal Carolina guy? This is what we're doing? You gonna go down and get Hugh Freeze? Yikes. Have fun with that, Michigan. No, I really don't think you should fire Jim Harbaugh. No way. No way. So we go Jim Harbaugh. Let's look at my college football bets. I told you Moneyline Rutgers. I said it last week. Moneyline Rutgers. I flirted with it. I bet him. I picked the spread. Covered. It was the easiest thing in the world. Easiest thing in the world. Michigan's playing with no pride. I still don't think they should fire Jim Harbaugh, though. Nebraska uh, got smoked by Illinois. That was embarrassingly bad. Uh, Maryland, Michigan State, didn't happen. Thank God. Uh, Ohio State, Indiana. Hey, look, I picked Ohio State to cover 20 and a half. Indiana plays with a lot of pride. That coach, I watched his post-game video of him in the locker room yelling at his kids, but being like, hell yeah, we, we I wanted to come out here with a win, but you know, I just love you guys so much. I would run a, through a wall for that coach. That coach is awesome. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma. Why did I pick Oklahoma State to win that game? To, to cover? Why? They never win that game. Ever. At Oklahoma, they never won that game. Why did I do that? I'm just an idiot. I am. I'm just an idiot. All right. Finally, last sport we'll talk about, and then I'll wrap the show. NBA. Weaver, the GM of the Pistons, reminds me of me. When I play 2K and I'm the GM, that's who he reminds me of. I have no idea who's on the Pistons. I have no clue. I looked at the roster before I started recording, and I still don't know if I'm looking at the right roster. Is Troy Weaver on the team? Not Troy Weaver. Of course Troy Weaver isn't on the team. He's the GM. But you go, uh, Troy, uh, Tony Bradley, whatever his name. Exactly. I don't even know if he's on. I don't even know who he is, but I know he was on the team. Is Trevor Reese on the team? Who's on the freaking team? I have no idea. I said the GM's on the team. That's hilarious. But look, I have, let's call it like this. I have no idea. But what I do know, what I do know what the Pistons are doing is really smart. They're seeing what the Heat and the Raptors are, have been doing, and they're copying that. They're making a really good, solid core. They're going to open that max contract spot because Blake Griffin's contract's up in uh, two years. Plays this year, next year, free agent. Opens it up for a max contract player. You sell, hey, look, we've got a solid core, and all we need is you. We've got a great coach, Casey, got a great core, and we got your max contract. Here it is. Here is the blueprint. I don't hate it. I don't. The Plumley deal, little, little bit of a head scratcher. But that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Building a good core, great coach, great GM. Weaver's a good GM. He's done the right thing, except for the Plumley deal. And someone argue that we overpaid for Grant. But it makes a lot of sense. It makes a ton, a ton, a ton of sense. Great depth, great cap space. That's about as good as you're going to do. But yeah, I have no idea who's on the team. I have no clue. 
I legitimately was looking at the roster. I googled who is on the Pistons. No idea. All right, this is probably the longest podcast I've ever done. Uh, so I'm gonna wrap because I always want to try to keep it within. You know, I'm, I never. This is twenty. I'm at twenty minutes right now. It's you never want it to be this long. You guys don't care that much. So I'm gonna end on this. Look, we're at the bottom of the lines. We are. But do you know what that means? It only goes up from here, baby. The Red Wings, the Pistons, the Tigers are all doing the right things. They're all looking good. They're all building for the future. The Lions, they're not. Let's call it like it is. They've got bad ownership. They've got bad leadership. It's backwards from the start. Anything's bonus. If you ever make the playoffs with the Lions, it's great. But everything else is looking okay. This is the bottom. Welcome. This is called rock bottom. It all goes up from here. It all goes up from here. They're all doing the right things. You can't argue against that. We're all going up. To the top, baby. To the top. You heard it here first of the Detroit Pierce podcast. Have a great Thanksgiving. God bless. Go Lions. And damn it, I hope they win that game on Thursday. I still hope they win that game on Thursday. Have a great Monday. Tweet at me what you think. And uh, yeah, I already said it, but what the heck. God bless and go lines.